Nation. Shout out to everybody. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to this thing. Let's go. Let's ride with this thing. Yo. We live on Discord. Appreciate those who follow that deal. Keeping it real with us, one way or another, right? Let's kick that beat up one time. Yeah. We're going to talk about it, right? What's up, everybody? Appreciate everybody, fam. Let the room fill up. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this Patriots. I've been on this earth for a long time now, right? I witnessed three Super Bowls of my favorite team. And I just witnessed another Super Bowl of the Patriots. That's not my favorite team. That a team that I don't even consider <laughs> a team as it relates to uh, the legacy of, of my team. But it is what it is at this point. You can't hate the team. You can't hate the Patriots. They figure out ways to win. And the supreme team out there with the supreme coaching out there wins game. You can call it cry river and say, okay, nation, okay, law. Patriots are what they are, and they beat teams out fair and swear. Some people can say it's rigged or what have you. They rigging the rig. <laughs> they rigging the rig right now. If we can look at it from that aspect, they figuring out ways to win the rig part of it. And I don't know what it is with Jerry Jones, but damn it, this is the blueprint right there, what the Patriots just did. And, and I've been saying this for the last, what, three years? I've been on, been on YouTube for about three years going into three years right now. I've been saying this. The teams that win Super Bowl, they win it during the offseason. They make those moves. They go out there and they figure out ways to go make things happen. There's there's three type of people out there in this world. There's people that go out there and make things happen. There's people that go out there and watch things happen. And there's just people that's out there to say, hey, man, what just happened? The Patriots or the team just go out there and make things happen. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the situation, they go out there regardless of the excuses, regardless of what Roger Goodell is trying to do, they go out there and make things happen. <laughs> we can be twiddling our thumbs around and talking about, well, we don't have this money to pay this guy. We don't have that money to pay this person. They figure out ways, whether it's rigged or not. <laughs> if we looking at it with our natural eyes, you still got to throw the ball. You still got to step up through your throw. That pocket collapsed, and I'm telling you, as slow as Tom Brady moves, he was able to slide out the way. <laughs> hey, and then on top of that, if you look at the flip side of everything, hey, <laughs> I think that Tom Brady might come back for another year, try to get seven of them. <laughs> hey, it's one of those things where you got to say to yourself, man, we just sitting back watching. <laughs> we sitting back watching. Guys, the Discord link is in the uh, description box on my YouTube page. If you want to jump in on the Discord, go there. You can leave your comments. You can leave your pictures, your photos, a whole bunch of stuff, man. Uh, and it's open 24-7. Appreciate those that's in this thing. Uh, man, we've been talking about it, as you guys can see on the screen. We've been talking about this stuff all day, you know, Super Bowl talks, <laughs> uh, cowboy talk, 
anything related to the football world is <laughs> all there. So for those who are out there who want, want to do like links and stuff like that, just drop, drop your deal down in the Discord where I can just go straight from the jump and review from the Discord. But man, <laughs> uh, Marquez says, shout out to you, man. He said golf choked. Nah, golf just showed that he, he is his first time being in the Super Bowl. You got to be, when you go to the Super Bowl, you got to be hitting on all cylinders. Now, this is a no excuse league. Of course, somebody can argue and say, well, this, this league cheats. But damn it, you got to figure out ways to cheat against the cheat then. <laughs> That's just what it is, man. You got to figure out ways to do that. Now, looking at this game offensively, it wasn't nothing that you can just say to yourself on both sides of the ball that, man, it was something spectacular. It was something that, 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 that was unique. The defensive side, yeah, what I saw, what I saw, and what the Cowboys need to do is they need to stop playing around with it and go ahead and go get somebody that can play and put some pressure into the inside. You control that trenches, that trench warfare. And I think towards the latter part of the game or what have you with the Patriots, I think the uh, Rams, they're pressing a little bit. That's why they're giving those gashes and those runs up big. But throughout the game, collectively, man, them boys was handling it. If you love old school football, this was the type of game you love today <laughs> or tonight or what have you. Man, it was, it, it's, it's got those things and those parameters of your mind to say to yourself, man, if you if you if you love your team out there, regardless of you watching, if you are if you are a, a Chiefs fans, if you are a, a Denver Broncos fans or, or a Seattle Seahawks fan or whatever fan you may be, Atlanta Falcons fan, you had to say, man, you had to go back into the reservations of your minds and heart and soul and say, hey, I gotta have a way that I can get some create pressure into the inside. That's that's how you beat Tom Brady. You put some pressure into the inside consistently. And you figure out ways to score because if at any time, if the L.A. Rams were able to match that, that, that energy, if they was able to put a little pressure as it relates to scoring the ball, throwing the ball, challenging the ball, everybody say about the Dak Prescott, not throwing the ball deep and challenge the one-on-ones on the outside. Trust me, Peters, Marcus Peters. At times, you know, we saw what the uh, what, what the uh, New England Patriots were doing with him. But, but but also, if you look at the Gilmores on the opposite side of the Patriots ball, what the Patriots do to get him? For agent move, right? <laughs> What's up, Starman863? Appreciate you for tuning in, Connor. Appreciate you. Yes, yes. Push him back. Man, we just witnessed the Patriots winning six Super Bowls. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Six of them. Six of them, the match, the 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 surprise, past the Cowboys, amount of rings, past them, <laughs> them past the Cowboys. Within thirty years, them past them just like that. Less than twenty five years, past them just like that. Caught up with the Steelers just like that. And all I wish, and I hope that they just snatch the name of America's team off us and just give it to the Patriots because that's what they want, right? Everybody wants to be the America's team. Everybody wants the glory. Everybody wants to have that moniker, uh, that, that, that talk track about themselves, right? I want to snatch that America's team from us and just give it to them. 
Because that's what everybody said. Oh, they're the real America's team. Give it to them then. Let them hold that crown. And let us go under the radar. That's, that's where I like us to be at. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> Hey, it's one of those things, man. Where's the ant Rams were overrated? This is from uh my guy Carl Carl P on the uh, Periscope. Let's see how they got there. The Rams MVP was that bowling ball with legs, number thirty-five. Todd Gurley looked just like he should he misspelled his name a little bit. Look, that 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 number thirty-five, that guy running like a bowling ball with legs. Man, Anderson's Mr. Anderson. He killed the Cowboys. It was him. He had all of the energy. He had all the smoke. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Cowboys will always beat America's team. This is from just to pass. I think that's how you say your name. This is the thing. Nicknames are given to you. It's nothing that you can say, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to give my own nickname to myself. Nicknames are always given to you. And, and, and the way the stadium was built and the way Tech Strand was able to uh, set, up, set up the stadium with the hole in the stadium, the first uh, one to do something like that, the unique look, and the announcers pulling strings and saying, okay, how can we talk about this? They was able to elevate, the media was able to elevate that part of it. And, of course, we won several, several, several times. And, 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 and throughout all of those, those feelings and emotions, they said, okay. <laughs> they used it as a talk track or what have you. But to me, just to me, when you put some type of name on your shoulders, right, and if you're not equaling to what that name is given to you as it's supposed to be, and everybody's trying to gun for your head. Okay. Let somebody else hold that torch. Let us fly under the radar. That's all I'm saying. Now, by, by paper alone, of course, Cowboys are going to always be America's team. But I want that to be just removed from the national media. Let them go ahead and pick the uh, Patriots as that. And let's see how they're going to fall back and fold up when, when uh, Tom Brady leaves. You see, because everybody needs that, that, that wonderful Mr. Mr. Perfect quarterback, right? We had ours back in the earlier days before you guys was, most of you guys was here, born and got able to see Roger Starbacks of the world, right? And then you're talking about what his, what his legacy were when he was able to elevate the team and he was able to come from the, from the military and play this type of sport on a higher level, you see. But he only got two rings to show for it. Of course, we can argue the fact that uh, he should, could have had three, you know. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to you, Moonass, man. Appreciate you, man. But you put, yeah, you put pressure on golf. Boy, he folded up like a lawn chair today, huh? <laughs> hey, those scheme and play action. Play action only work when you got both sides of the field working itself out, too. <laughs> Cook dropped two touchdowns. Yeah, he did, you know. Um, this is the thing as, as it relates to just football in general. The 31 other teams out there. And they got a lot of homework to do. I mean, you got we got a lot of homework to do. If they looking at this team right here, if they supposed to be like the the, the team, other team, other team, and if everybody calling them the team that the, the the gold standard, what have you, we got some work to do. I, we can talk about hate. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about hate all day. But baby, those Patriots, they figure out ways to win. 
what 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 my guy LT Ladanian Thompson said <laughs> when they met him in the uh, playoff. He said, "Man, they were cheating, man. They were cheating. They were calling out the play before I was able to to, to run the rock. I think they were calling out our offense. They were calling out our defense. And then he's made the statement: if they ain't, hey, if they say down there in Patriots, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, man." That's grind mode, man. Tony Johnson, man, appreciate you for tuning in to this thing. Uh, yes, 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 man. Hey, so I'm going to talk a little bit. You know, I'm a Cowboy-centric channel, as you guys can see the star. that's just down below on my body right down there. Uh, this is the thing. If you look at the total landscape of the Cowboys, we got money now. We got money. All right, so now that we got money, now, what we're going to do with the money is the, is, the, uh, is the cause for pause right now. We just saw a team that we lost by eight points to in the Super Bowl. How far apart are the L.A. Rams and the Cowboys? That's, that's the real reasoning how you're going to have to reevaluate everything. How far apart are the Cowboys and the Rams? Are we Because we saw what the Patriots was able to do. They didn't have one running back out there. They had multiple running backs. Burkhead. They had the guy, Michelle, Shawnee Michelle's. They had another guy to just throw into the mix. They utilized fresh legs out there when it was needed. Not saying that Ezekiel Elliott couldn't perform like that. But what I'm saying is there's something about having fresh legs out there as it relates to running the rock. So we can see that. So, we got to ask ourselves, how far apart are we from the L.A. Rams? And, and, and also with that, even when they lost, because somebody can say this, somebody, L.A. Rams fans can go out there and say, hey, man, if we had, look, they're going to reevaluate everything. And they say, hey, if we had Cooper Cup, <laughs> we would have been able to win. We would have been able to at least stretch the field. That was uh, Jared Goff's best friend. We would have been able to at least tack the outside with a couple of passing routes because we love cooks or what have you, but he was a short, small guy with speed. But we understand that this right here, the cups of the worlds. See, that's what the LA Rams are going to talk about. And then they're going to talk about this too. Hey, Gurley just wasn't healthy. You know, if Gurley was healthy and then if we can get some better linebackers, some physical linebackers, they're going to talk that type of talk. <clears throat> Rams game plan was very basic. <laughs> Miguel Levison, Levison, hey, I was watching a, um, I was watching an interview, and uh, they was talking about this right here. <laughs> Bill Belichick is a genius. After every Rams game, all throughout the season, think about this. Bill Belichick text the young coach Sean McVay. And said, hey, man, talk to me about your game plan. How did things go? I saw that game. It was close. <laughs> what did you change? What did you worked on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, Sean McVay. You might want to improve on this aspect of your game. Don't you know this, that Sean McVay was just giving this brother all of the secrets? I'm going to tell you something. Bill Belichick don't text everybody. <laughs> sometimes you can see potentials in somebody and you can see them coming away from afar. You may look at them and you can say, man, 
They may have this less than you. They may have not this particular potential, but I might just meet that person down the road. Hey, if anybody go out there, trust me, read this book, Art of War. It would teach you a lot of things. I don't know most of, I don't know a lot of things, but I can tell you something. That Art of War book, read that book, study that book. If you ever want to be successful in life in anything that you do, hell, read that book. You can be a janitor and be a millionaire. Read Art of War. Another book that I want you guys to read if you ever have time, 48 Laws of Power, being operated. You can talk about riggery all you want to. <laughs> the whole system is rigged from day one <laughs> on every aspect not just football people be thinking oh football is rigged man the job that you work on if you're making any type of paper you rigged yourself to get there you might have earned some things but hey in order for them to get that interview you show them a false representation of yourself you when you interview you're giving them a presentation of who you supposed to be at that job that's the reason why people wear uh, a, a dog on me a, a a suit and a blazer with with bow ties or, or, or with a necktie because you're giving them a representation you're not giving them the real deal of who you really are <laughs> you're just trying to get the cookie and once you got the cookie now you got to figure out how to break that cookie down and make the flavor go all the way around. You see what I'm saying? So what Bill Belichick did, he said, okay, I see this young Sean McVay. I might just be able to approach him. I already got Andy Reid in the bag already. I know how to defeat Andy Reid. <laughs> this thing is all about manipulation of my thoughts and also set the dominant presence out there because I'm the alpha male. <laughs> there's beta males and there's alpha males you see what i'm saying but that alpha male that alpha dog he's going to make sure that he makes the way he trailed and he pulled and he moved all of his deals to the side and cowboy nation and everybody out here that's listening <laughs> jerry jones used to be that alpha male <laughs> he used to be that guy to take risks he used to be that guy to be able to go flex things around he used to be that guy to go out there and smell stuff and say okay Let's go out here and get this guy because I know that this guy is going to be able to elevate this team. <laughs> Let's go get this Charles Haley. Let's go get a Deion Sanders. Let's go flex this thing around. Let's go get the, the hottest coach that's from college right now. And let's go buy this team. Signs of an alpha male. But it's one of those things, man. Hey. He did. <laughs> What's up, Kiri, man? Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Jerry Jones should look at this game and realize that Jason Garrett is just not the answer. That's what he said. <laughs> look, and this is the thing. When you go to football games and when you go to reality, <laughs> the expectations, when, when reality meets expectations, the expectations were that this right here with Jerry Jones, he wanted to win a Super Bowl with his own power, with his own strength. And think about this. When you are making billions, remember this right here, Cowboy Nation. If you don't hear, listen, 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 like the little kids say, Linda, Linda, listen, listen, listen. If you guys don't listen to me on this, <laughs> then, then you can fly a kite. Jerry Jones is not losing no money since 1995. Now, we losing emotions because at the end of the day, when he lose, he can go into his billion-dollar playpen. 
He can go on his helicopter. He can go fly around the world if he want to. He can go buy a yacht <laughs> and still collect cheddar. More money than anybody. You can put all of all salaries together that's in the chat box. On the Periscopes right now and on the YouTubes and on Twitch and on Twitter. You can put all our monies together and it won't even equal 10% of what Jerry Jones is making right now. But shout out to anybody uh, 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 that's a millionaire that's in the chat box. <laughs> but Jerry Jones, see, when he lose a game, he can he can fall back and say, "Okay, it's all good, it's all good." But when we lose the game, we don't have no impact on the game anyway. We just have our emotions. <laughs> we just have our emotions. So we put our emotions on the line, and we say, "Well, next year, wait till next year." <laughs> and the cat is already out of the bag because guess what? Jerry Jones got the bag and it's full with money. Dead presidents. And we still buying the product. We still buying the merch. Because we already knew that Jason Garrett, he was the coach in training. <laughs> Dave Campo, he was the guy that was from the inside. <laughs> Can I go on and on and on and on again? <laughs> oh, Wade Phillips, he was the guy that, that failed miserably in, <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills. But he had the defensive presence, but he was never a guy that you can say to yourself, he's an alpha male. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ricardo said life is about emotion. That's why he had them. That's, I think that's what you're saying. That's why we have them. Yes. I think there was a song that said emotions make you cry sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it do. It do. That's what life is all about. Yeah, you're 1,000% right. Yes, Donovan said he's bored of this, <laughs> but ain't going to change because since 1995, since we've been there, it's been 24 years, right? Close to 25. Look, <laughs> look, at his, look at his expense report. Having lost a dime, making more money than we can count. You think I'm going to change up my philosophy? Still selling out stadiums. I still got, matter of fact, I done built a billion dollar playpen. And then on top of that, I built a billion dollar training facility. You would think that people would be like, you know what? When I become a free agent, I'm going down here in Dallas. Look, revenue sharing was a part of Jerry Jones. Go look it up. Nike, for those who out there who love other teams out there. You supporting their team's Patriots right now? If they wear Nike jerseys, you got to give a shout out to Jerry Jones. Right now, y'all be wearing some Rydell's or, or, or some, uh, some old school throwback Reeboks right now. <laughs> but now you can wear the Nikes. Chain Gailey sucked too. Yeah, Joey S. Yes. Chain Gailey. Barry Switzer. <laughs> Man, ego is something, something real. Ego is something real. Law, I would have loved if you do a show just to. That's on how each quarterback played throughout the playoff. Golf surely was down on the bottom statistically. Uh, uh, this is from Robert Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it, it's one of those things where you have to look at it and deep dive into it and say to yourself, man, are we really still talking about Dak Prescott in 2019? Are you really still talking about that? Where we can look at it and it's all about schemes, schematics. We just saw a game where like, huh, we've seen worse performance from other quarterbacks. 
Dak Prescott played better than, than most of these quarterbacks that we saw throughout the playoff. <laughs> Judalyn Elderman says it's unstoppable. <laughs> this is a guitar slinging zombie killer. Shout out to you, man. Cold name too. Zombie killing. Killing all the zombies. Cleveland, what's up, man? What's up, man? Appreciate you. Look, Cowboy Nation, and for those who out there who love Bill Belichick, he's a gem. He's a student of the game. He says no days off. They finna have a six parade out there in Boston land. <laughs> I mean, we can we can cry river all we want to, but we can say this right here. The guy figure out ways to win games, even when the odds are against him. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, who else we have out here? We could have beat because it's Christopher Torres. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you look at the total picture of the game, there's nothing. There's nothing that you can say to yourself. Okay, all right. <laughs> this was spectacular. This was amazing. And uh, it's another thing that I want to say to you guys. When I was in Discord, I'm going to go back up to this thing. There was an interview with Dak Prescott and Michael Vick. And midway through that interview, what really got on me, get on my nerves with that, was that midway through the season, they said, I had to find my identity. We had to find, he said, use the word we, that means collectively. And to me personally, that's almost blasphemous because you already went through a full half of a season and then you also have a, court, a quarterback coach, a coach, all of the offensive side of the ball. I'm not even going to use the quarterback coach as, as this talk right here because I know a lot of people going to be like, ah. Right. Jason Garrett been in this offense for 11 years collectively. And by now, if you midway through your season and you've been in this system for 11 years and you saying midway that I'm trying to find or we are trying to find your identity. <laughs> Jeez. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just sat there and I looked at that interview and I said, there's no way that if you could look at any coach that's, that's been around for 11 years, that midway through the season saying that we're trying to find our identity. Your identity should have been established three years ago. Your identity should have been established during the preseason. Your identity should have been established during the offseason. Your identity should have been already established of what you're going to do in order to win the games. I'm not here to give you guys some sugar powder puff talk conversation about identity. You should already know what your identity I, I can't say this. I can't say this much more. You should already know your identity at this point. Let me see if I can play this thing from here, man. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to this thing. Uh, like I said, uh, it's one of those things where you sit back and you say to yourself, come on. Now. Here with Dallas Cowboys quarterback, superstar Dak Prescott. Right Some honor. Thanks for taking the interview. No, no, of course, man. Appreciate Dak, how, you, how you feeling these days, man? You busy? No, I'm listen yeah, to this thing. Busy. I mean, obviously, here at the Super Bowl, uh, just busy, just all the festivities. Much rather uh, be preparing for this game, busy right, in that right, standpoint. Right, absolutely. But I'll take it. That's that's amazing you said that because I think your time will come. But after a three and five start and all of the naysayers, what was it that clicked that got you guys on track 
to make it to the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, we just we got a really, really good team and the right type of people, the right type of men. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it was special. I mean, I said this is one of the, my, my mm -hmm. favorite teams I've ever been on, one of the most special teams I've been on. Because when you're three and five, you know what I mean. It's listen, you get scrutinized. Yeah. They're calling for your hair. They want the next quarterback or right. this, this, and that. And just to have the team that we yeah, have, the support that. system off. Us grabbing arms, us locking the right. together. Once and game all the way from us making the trades, doing the things that we needed to do. Uh, it was refreshing and it really created a healthy environment yeah. that allowed us to bond and get things going the right way. And you were certainly a catalyst for that, but Amari Cooper bringing yeah. him in, did you have any influence on that, that deal that, that they struck? No, so I mean, obviously I knew there, there was talk of us trying to get somebody, us trying to get a deal done. When, when Amari's name gets popped up, I played against him in college, so I'm, my vote's there. My vote's for that guy. I know, right. I know what he can do. I played against him. Uh, and then when you get him, just to see his quick twitch, how explosive he is, the way he approaches the game, studies yeah. the game, he made that transition easy. He just gets open. Just allowed the offense to open up. Yeah. Playing for the Dallas Cowboys, is it a certain pressure that you feel? Because the pressure comes from everywhere, all right. over. Is it a different type of approach that you take, or you just you know, keep your head down and keep it going? Yeah, you just said that. I keep my head down and I just keep going. I got my blinders on. I control what I can control. Yes. Uh, and the rest of the stuff will take care of itself. Uh, if, yeah. if I can't control it, I'm not going to stress myself out putting a lot of thought into it or whatever. So, I mean, um, it, it adds its pressure if you if you want to dive into that and open yourself up for it. Yeah. But for me, it's about controlling the messages, controlling what I put in my head and what I put in my mind right. uh, to make sure I stay focused. So, after a 3-5 and five start, making the playoffs, great season, great finish, it's a big year for you. I think some great things are coming. Yeah. You know, you and the owner have a great relationship. Some good things coming as far as some new money. What you think? I'm going to let my agent uh, do his job. I yeah. think I did mine my, my, on the field. Uh, now it's, it's time for, for him to do his job. It's out of my hands. Yeah, you definitely deserve it. Now, last Appreciate question moving forward for this team. Uh, what do you think needs to be added to this team to make it a championship contender? Yeah, I mean, we're a young team. Honestly, I just think we just need to keep progressing in everything that we're doing to, 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 to make that change that we did at 3-5 and five and to turn into the team that we did, playing some of our best ball. Uh, and knowing we still have a lot to play. We've got a great defense. So as we, we keep that defense healthy, um, just pick up these young guys. We have an offense. We, the, the sky's the limit. I mean, we, get right. the, we, we figure out the play caller and OC and the direction we're going with that. Uh, sky's the limit. You know in the game, it's all about competitive edge. Uh, there's right. 1,800 players in the league, and it's always about how can I get better than that, than that next man. And uh, it's not always exercise. It's not always diet. Uh, yeah. And it's sleep. It's sleep. Uh, so sleep number has been, been crazy, crazy beneficial in just helping me sleep, getting my body right. We talk about that trade that happened at 3 and 5. I actually got my sleep number at 3 and 5. So nice. Who knows if it's the trade? Who knows what it was? I say it was the sleep number. I would say it was the sleep <laughs> number. Congratulations, Dak, Appreciate on all your success. Much moving forward. Appreciate it, bro. No doubt. Appreciate everybody for being part of this thing. Hey, so that was the quick interview with Dak Prescott and Michael Vick. All right, so he was talking about a little bit about some things as far as, hey, slow start. They had to figure out a way to get Amari Cooper into the vault, involved into the thing. And then on top of that, um, with, with the conversation of money, uh, he said he's going to let his agent handle it. And if his agent going to handle it, the agent going to go with the highest bidder. To me personally, um, you know, everybody going to look at the salary cap. Everybody going to look at what we have as far as money-wise and what we can utilize with the, uh, with the money down the line. <clears throat> what I can say from here, this year may just play out. They might just go ahead and say, okay, we're going to play this year out, and then we're going to figure out what they're going to do after the season with Dak Prescott. They might go ahead and secure D-Law. 
Now, we already know what, what this team needs as far as defensive-wise. Well, I think that we probably need some help inside like a defensive tackle. If we can look back at this Patriot game, we can say to ourselves, man, the Patriots game uh, versus the L.A. Rams, we saw how important it is for to have some pressure into the inside, especially to these supreme type of quarterbacks who like to sit and, and, and throw the ball and slang it all the way around the field. I think that if you can pair somebody up, and I love Antoine Barbecue Woods. Don't get it twisted. I love his skill set. But at this time, look, you can put another plug beside Malik Collins, let them two bang, bang it out, and then on top of that, you can talk about the growth factor of what Randy Gregory is going to be able to do next year. And if you go ahead and pay D-Law, maybe that'll be the only guy you pay on the defensive side of the ball. You know, everybody else, like the Byron Jones of the world, maybe, maybe you flex them out a little bit and let them, let them figure out how they can pay them guys. But the main, cor- the main course will be able to just figure out a way to secure their front four. I'm like, I'm like this. You build from the inside out, from the trenches all the way out, or from the first level, second level out, you know. And, and, and then on top of that, if we talk about this right here, about – the, the aspect of the last four or five Super Bowls that was won, free agency played a major role. Free agency. Number 24 for the Patriots, the way he caught the ball, uh, that, that was a free agency uh, move right there. They picked that guy up from the streets, right? Well, they made a willing deal to trade it or something like that. They, they figured out a way to finagle that thing, right? So if you look at last year, the Philadelphia Eagles, I call them filthy. Free agency played a major role, getting blunt, getting some other guys, uh, Ronald Darby's of the world, the, uh, the, the speedy receiver. Uh, I forgot his name, but free agency played a, a, a major crucial role for that team. And also Willing and Dylan before the Patriots and before the, um, I guess, I guess before the Eagles, first before the Patriots and the Eagles played or what have you, they was able yeah, I guess the name of Jahe and all those things. You got to will and deal a little bit. Just because you're sitting on money don't, don't make it just look good that you're going to guarantee wins because you're sitting on money. You got to figure out ways to finesse that thing. All right. And then on top of that, if you look at the previous year, I, I think that the um, that, that was the uh, – let's go all the way back to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> you know, they made a lot of willing and dealing on that defensive side of the ball. They did. <laughs> they made some moves happen to get those players out there to leave and all those boys, you see. So what we're going to have to do this offseason, because me thinking about this team collectively, if you can figure out ways to move some things around, meaning get a, get a scat back out there to help Ezekiel Elliott out, get an explosive tight end that can stretch the middle of the field. We understand that there are some parameters of trust with, with, with Blake Jarwin, but I think that his ceiling – it's close. I don't think that he got like this unlimited ceiling out there, just to be real with you all. And then on top of that with this defense, we need a stingy, uh, a guy that can snatch the ball away from the opposition, make them pay when they pass the ball, when those Aaron throws get a thrown out there, snatches the ball away from the opposition, a, a greedy type of uh, safety, a rangy type of guy that can go out there and make some explosive things happening. And then we can say, we can look back and say, okay, yeah, a second year with Chris Richard telling everybody what to do out there on the defense and picking up his techniques and picking up his traits and skill sets, that would help out this team. That will, that will. 
the slumber bowl and incognito appreciate you man thank you for tuning in to the nation and also thank you for showing me how to work that discord thing around yes glad to ramp this is from v lone ac <laughs> he says uh glad the ramps didn't win the uh uh, uh the, the, the the damn game okay appreciate you man let me know let me know cowboy nation <laughs> of what you guys predicted of the score and all this stuff and let me know uh what you guys thought did you guys know that the Patriots was going to figure out a way to win yes uh joey ss earl thomas let me tell you something about earl thomas i'm gonna compile this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna do for everybody who says okay um he's washed up he's injured He's a shell of himself. He's a bad temperament in the locker room. How many how many interceptions Earl Thomas had for the season? I'll wait. How many interceptions he had? And name me how many interceptions did our safety had. And let me know if you can do the comparisons and an analysis of how many games did Earl Thomas played opposed or juxtaposed to our safeties that's out there in the backfield. And you can talk about high NTs, and you can just do a whole graph chart of the last five years, and you can compile Earl Thomas's INTs to our entire. I'm gonna say, put it like this. I'm gonna put it like this: our entire secondary, not just one individual player. Let's do this. Let's just compile the numbers, and let me talk to you guys about a ball hawking safety that can be able to flip the game around and make things happen. Give your quarterback a shorter field. Give Ezekiel Elliott, my main man, a shorter field. <clears throat> All right, Joseph uh, Sandbag says Elderman never on our team. Fake fans. <laughs> Elderman, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think Elderman is going to go anywhere. Yes. So this is the thing. We need a ball hawking safety, somebody that can be able to make things happen. Remember when I first started off talking, I said there's three type of people out there in this world. There's people that go out there and watch things happen. There's people that go out there and make things happen, and the person that's going to say what just happened. Three this year, our safeties had two <laughs> apiece. <laughs> this is from Joseph. And how many games did Earl, the Pearl, the Thomas play? So it, I understand that we can look at it from the aspect of saying, wait a minute, Law, he's old, he washed up, he ain't going to do anything with that silver and blue on. Guarantee you, you can call out that run package. I guarantee you, you can have a fresh set of eyes. You know, uh, I talked about this earlier. I did. I, I, I said a, a new broom can sweep the floor clean, right? A new broom can sweep that floor clean. Grandma used to say this all the time. But an old broom know how to get those corners. <laughs> That's going to go over most people's head. But what I'm saying is right here, we need to figure out ways to get that ball, be stingy with the ball. And I love the young Xavier Woods. <laughs> I love Jeff Heath as a rotational guy. But we need some help out there in the secondary. We do. <laughs> we, can we can start talking about putting these band-aids on these bullets, bullet wounds, but it's still leaking. Man, the defense look good. Defense look well out there. Shout out to Jason Garrett, man, for making the donation to help grow the nation. Hey, the defense look well. Ooh, the 
Their defense look well. But how much can we just live upon just living well? We need to move from well to great. We got to get to that level. We got to understand that 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 this football window that we got, we got to be able to capitalize. And there's one thing that Michael Irvin said the other day is that you got to figure out ways to squeeze this thing around <laughs> to utilize your resources and figure out ways to win it. Yes, yes. And, and then on top of that, let me talk about this front four. And how much and how much longitude and latitude we be giving our players because we love our guys. We do. We love them. When we fall in love with Cowboy Nation, when we fall in love with a player, it's hard to give them the boo. Just think about how long we saved and reserved that spot for David Irvin. Just think about that. You could have been developing somebody else. You could have been crafting and getting somebody else in that position who's willing and wanting to play. Trust me, I can say this right now. If David Irvin was playing what we had against the L.A. Rams, just maybe, just maybe the throwing lane would be a harder lane to throw out of. Maybe that A gap, maybe we can squeeze that gap in. Just maybe those long, lengthy arms, we can figure out ways to manipulate that, that, that gap pressure, clog off those running lanes. <laughs> when the player's averaging five yards, maybe you can squeeze it down to three. <laughs> we lost by eight points. Let's think about this. There's people that go watch things happen, people that go out there and make things happen. And what just happened? That playoff game, <laughs> when you had a pair of running backs that run over 100 yards, I'm going to say just like Shannon Shaw, 100 yards. <sighs> just you going out there watching things happen. Yes, yes, Joey S. Man, you took the words out of my soul, not out of my mouth. He said, man, fall in love with winning instead. <laughs> but the thing is, my only thing is with Jerry Jones, and I, and I love the man to the moon and back. He wants to win the game a certain way. It's style points that make everything for him. Yes, we did keep, keep, keep Orlando schedule too long. Boy, I can give a whole list of people that we – six rings, bro. Yes, yeah, Serge. Oh, my goodness. Don't just remind me. Ooh, the Patriots won six Super Bowl rings. Man. But Jerry Jones liked to win a game a certain way. He, he loved to win it with his type of guys. And I'm going to go off by saying this right here. Man. <laughs> There's no salary cap as it relates to coaching. There's no salary cap. And, and we always say, people, man, we, 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 we talk about it, and we can say this right here. Man, if this would have happened, if this would have happened, if that would have happened, Jerry Jones got the resources to just go out there and make it happen. Just reach out to, and reach deep down into his pocket and say, you know what? I love you, Jason Garrett, and, and I love you just like my own son. <laughs> yes, indeed, but 
baby, I want to win this thing more than anything else. I'm going to go out there and get you the highest consultant that we can find. And his name is such and such. <laughs> he won. He won in the past. What have you? Yes, indeed. Um, <clears throat> Cowboys fan 91 long time ago. Yes, it's been a long time ago. Yes, Tony Johnson. Yes, yes. Nia AB, thank you for tuning in on the Periscope. Uh, we let good players walk. <laughs> Shaking my head. Yeah, because with the Ron Leary situation, um, I, I, I was saying at the time, uh, we, we should um, put, a, put, put a, a, a deal on him. I think they just let him walk. He, Ron Leary went to the Denver Broncos for free 99. We didn't put anything on him, uh, and he walked. And we was fooling foot around, around here, knowing that all of the transgressions, knowing that, excuse me, knowing all of the pitfalls and all of the trials and tribulations and all of the second chances and time and time again with the David Irving, we sat back there and tried to be greedy a little bit and said, okay, we'll put a second-round tender on him. When nobody bit to that bait, we should have said, you know what, we're going to walk this thing back like Deion Sanders and Lee put a third round. And you at least get something. Because I, I, I really do think deep down in my heart of hearts, although I think that Randy Gregory, now it could be David Irvin, collectively is the second leader sack person that's on this team in the last two years, even though he didn't even play. <laughs> It's a toss-up between, I think, him and Randy Gregory. I'm really thinking that he is still the second-leading sacker guy that's on his team, and he hasn't even been playing. But what we what would happen here is that we would squeeze all of the resources, we give them all these chances and all these times, and then this is not me being negative. Don't think I'm being negative because I want the kid to be successful in life. But this is me just telling you guys the reality of the situation. That they should have at least said, okay, nobody biting to this bait. Nobody's trying to buy what we're selling. We need to figure out how to move off, off of these resources so that we can figure out ways to get this, this type of asset and move this money elsewhere. Just like we, I think uh, last year was our last year of Miles Austin contract to roll off for crying out loud. You see how we mismanage our resources? But the thing that's been saving us for the last few years has been another guy who's laid low in the shadows. I told you guys to read that book, 48 Laws of Power. <clears throat> Will McClay been laying low in the shadows, and he gives everything, all of the credit to the, to the Jerry Jones and the Stephen Jones of the world. He take no shine, no spotlight. <laughs> that's the first rule of law. He sits back, and he sit back and say, you know what? I never want to outshine nobody. <laughs> this is Jerry Jones' team, and he's been doing a hell of a job of player evaluation, scouting players to come on his team. And we can look at this team, and for face card value, we can say, man, this team, for, for, for value of the players, can match up well with other teams, the other 31 teams in the NFL. We can talk about that. But on the back end of it, like, like, like for example, Taco Charlton may be one hell of a guy on another team somewhere. But we're going to squeeze and squeeze. And trust me, I love Taco Charlton as it relates to his measurables. But as far as his being and things like that, I don't see a consistent 9 to 10 sack guy. Now, he can blow it out of the water next year. But 
at least with D-Law, we saw some crazy, like, stupid hand-level techniques. The boy's just quick like he's kung fu fighting out there to get around and create sacks. With Taco, I'm seeing more of a uh, of a of a smaller, less strength David Irvin clone out there. So all offseason, this is just my thoughts. I don't think that they're gonna listen to a guy that's on YouTube that's talking about Cowboys football and operations and things like that. But what I'm saying, if you put a lot of 15 pounds on him or 10 pounds and you kick him into the inside, man. One thing I can say this right here, the throwing lanes will be clock, clogged up. <laughs> it will. Yes, it will. But here's another, here's another day. Shout out to you, Sheila Neal. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. All right, so <clears throat> we got chances, man. We got opportunities. I, I, and it's just one of those things. I just have to say this in closing. Congratulations. I'm going to say this again. Congratulations to the New England Patriots for getting them six Super Bowl rings. Man, because I would be, I would be crying like a little baby right now if it was my Cowboys getting their six rings. <laughs> and my uncle, he loved, I'm talking about he loved those Steelers, man. For, for them to catch up with the Steelers and surpass us in my lifetime. I'm talking about the Patriots. Man, Jerry Jones, it should be a wake-up call for him. It should be. It should be one of those things where he's saying, okay, how can I get myself, my team, on this particular level? How can we get there? What do I need to do to operate on those parameters? Is it coaching is my issue? <laughs> is it the uh, scouting department is my issue? Is it me being the GM? Is it my issue, right? <laughs> Is it my draft evaluation? <laughs> I will look at everything. Appreciate everybody, man. Thank you all for being part of the nation. This will be live on um, iTunes and Spotify and Pocket Cast. Appreciate everybody. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button, share the content, leave me some feedback, join the Discord. It's open 24-7, 365, every day, all day. I'm going to try to give this thing out to most of you guys. Um, salute, man. Salute, salute to everyone. The draft is right around the corner. The, the remarkable thing is this right here. Let me turn my volume down just a little bit. The remarkable thing is right, right now is that everybody is zero and zero. So nobody's declared a winner from right now. The Super Bowl is over with. There's only one team that can host that Lombardi Trophy. And shout out to the Patriots. So hopefully, whoever your team may be, that next year, your team can handle and hold up that wonderful Lombardi Trophy. But there's a long grind. It's a long process, you know. For wine to taste good, the way they fermented and all that stuff, and when wine tastes good, takes time, right? So we working on our good old classic bottle because, baby, I can tell you right now, I will be crying crocodile tears right now if my team were, were to win the Super Bowl. But one way or another, we'll find ourselves back into this thing. Draft time, draft season, play evaluation, free agency time. Let's get this thing going, Cowboy Nation, and all of, all of those who out there who love football who just don't like it, right? Peace. And remember, 
and you're listening to nothing but the best salute i'm out Ballers too, shot callers, not just ballers, I want them shot callers too, call your money, yo. Salute. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Peace.